Good evening, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, John Rosenberg, the messenger live from Jacksonville, Florida. Once again, it's on. On this episode, we're going to talk about etymology of words. Words have two connotations. Uh, words are spirit and they also have vibration. Um, some words have negative vibration, some words have positive vibration. This is why we have to be very careful how we use our word. And secondly, we use the word to verbally to express ourselves, emotionally to write up and rewrite down our emotion, our thoughts to words and writing. So there's many ways to um, we use words to express our thoughts, our inner thoughts, our behavior through writing or uh, through verbal speaking. So that being said, we're going to have a tremendous impact on our lives. Now, when I say etymology, is that when you say etymology, it's just going to the roots of a word. I'm going to give you a lot of words here. You may not know the difference. You may not never heard the meaning of the true meaning of those words. You may have heard the true meaning of those words. Number one, black. Um, if you look at the word black in Old English, black is really white. The etymology of white, it comes from blanc. Uh, blanco, that's where you get the word blanco. In Spanish, blanco is white. So black, in essence, is white in Old English. And white, in essence, is, is black in Old English. Those are two words. And then you're going to go to government. Government in Latin means govern. Govern, the prefix govern is to control in Latin. Government, meant mean mind. Uh, in Latin, control the mind. That's government, government. Um, the word mulatto, I know a lot of you guys have heard the word mulatto. Um, you don't know where it came from. The word mulatto came from the Old French. And Old French, that word means brown, mulatto, mulat. In French, you said mulat. In English, mulattoes. And in, in Spanish, mulatto. So it does, you have, you have different meaning. Number one, Old French, brown. Um, the second meaning, if you intermarry with another group of people, another tribe, so that child, that child would be mulatto. That's how I describe it. Not, not just biracial kids. Nowadays, it's biracial. Before that, if you married, if you're a man or a woman who married to another tribe, that um, um, child will be considered as a mulatto child, regardless of the skin color. So keep that in mind, regardless of their skin color. So that being said, that's another word. Um, the word smart, many of us think the word smart mean intelligent. No. <laughs> in, oh, in English, real English, um, the word smart mean well-dressed, tatty. Uh, you know, it's mean um, very tight, very clean, uh, very uh, neat dress. So if you're well-dressed, whatever the lady or man, uh, they say this is a smart lady, a smart gentleman. Um, they're not really referring to your intellect. They're referring to your attire, to your, your dressing. So that being said, that's another word that we overlook. We don't think about, but its real meaning means dress nice. Um, that's another word. Um, the other word I'm looking for is... Um, the word is diaper. Um, diaper, in real English, when you say diaper, you're referring to a napkin to wipe your mouth, not a baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not a diaper for babies, uh, not an undergarment for, for toddlers. In England, when you say diaper, 
is napkin. Napkin is what you use to wipe your knife. Now, if you go to England, you say diaper in England, they're going to look at you. They're not going to give you <laughs> a, undergar- baby, a toddler's undergarment. They're going to give you a napkin, a paper napkin to wipe your mouth. So that's the difference between diaper here in America and diaper over in England. Um, when you look at the word American, now the word American have two part um, definition. Number one is copper colored American Aborigines. Number two, European who have descended here, who have children here, um, they became American. So there's two part of that definition. So this is why you need to get your 1828 Webster Dictionary. I repeat, 1828 Webster Dictionary. So there are many words that we use. We don't know the true meaning of those words, okay? Even the word liberty. The word liberty have nothing to do with freedom. The word liberty is permission. So let me give you an example. When a captain put up to a shore, to, to a port, he's giving his sailors liberty. Why? He's giving them permission to leave the ship. So therefore, the word liberty have nothing to do with freedom. Yeah, it, it, it had to do with permission. The captain gave his sailors permission, liberty to live the ship. So when you hear the word liberty, it have nothing to do with freedom. It, it had to do with permission. A captain gave his sailors liberty to leave the ship. So keep that in mind. The word liberty have nothing to do with freedom. It's about permission. Now, there's another word I'm trying to think of. Uh, there's many words. Um, even the word um, Latino. Latino, um, I know there's a lot of so-called Hispanic like to use that word. But it derived from the word Latin. So Latin itself, in essence, is a language. It's not a race. It's not a music. It's a language, first and foremost. Keep that in mind. It has nothing to do with culture, a race, a people. Um, is a language first and foremost, because English is a P- uh, pidgin language. This is why English have different variation. Um, that's why it's a German dialect. Most of you guys don't know that English is is, is a truly German dialect, which became a language because of the the British Empire. Now half of the world speak English because of the British Empire. So British is the most popular speaking language in the world now. Uh, besides French and Spanish, you know, so um, British English is very popular, but there's different variation. Australia, they have different variation. Um, Africa have different variation. India, not India, Hindustan have different uh, variation of English. And we in America have different um, variation of English. So words are powerful. They are spirits. Um, they have negative and positive vibration. This is why when you give birth to a child, you must understand that you have to pick your word wisely. You have to give that child a positive name that have a good vibration. If all oh, some of you guys give your children any name, not knowing the meaning of the words of that name, what does it carry? Where does it came from? What does it mean? So that's why you got to be very careful how you name your children. So we, as parents, we have to be careful. And then when you, when, even when you speak to people, you have to use different words. You have to be mindful how you use your word because words are spirit. A lot of you guys don't think about that. 
The words of spirit. If in your Bible, your good Bible said it too. So that being said, um, there's a lot of do um, when it comes to etymology is looking to, at, at the origin of the words. And this is why um, we have to really do our homework and look at stuff um, for what they really are. Because there's a lot of um, um, translation, mistranslation. So this is even the word faith, um, the word faith in Hebrew is to be stable, um, to be firm and stable, like a foundation. So the word faith in Hebrew means to be stable and firm. So there's a lot of meaning of words, and you have to get the original where that came from. Is Latin? Is it? Um, you know, you have to know if it's Latin, if it's German, if it's you know have some African origin, if it had some you know you know Asian origin. What what is the meaning of that word? What is the original meaning of that word? So this is why we must understand words, where they come from, what's behind it, what is the motive behind words. Because words are extremely powerful, unbeknownst to, to uh, some of you guys already know that already. Um, but some of you guys don't know how powerful words are. This is why you have to always give yourself positive information when, every day. I feel great. I feel great. I am great. Those are positive information. Of, you know, you always got to tell your children that you are beautiful. You are smart. So that way you feed their soul. You feed their spirit with this nice vibe, good energy. So when they go out there, they may hear something else, but you already put that in their spirit when they go outside the house. You always speak that positive vibe to them. So that doesn't mean they're not going to feel, uh, feel um, backlash in the street. They will feel, face um, adversity. But once you feed that child, you nourish the child mind with good words, good positive words, and affirmation words, um, they, they, it will manifest. Because like I said, words <laughs> are spirit. So you got to be very mindful how we use our words as people, as parents, as spouse. So, you know, we have to be very careful how we use our word. So um, what's the word I was looking for? Uh, I might do a part two of that, of this um, podcast. Um, I think it's going to be a part two. There's a lot of words I want to look at, uh, I'm diving into. But I give you a few words that you heard of, um, black and white, constitution, now government, what the government being Latin, um, the word um, uh, maritime, maritime mean law of the sea, um, if you guys, if you know nothing about law, uh, if, you, if you ever heard the word maritime, that's mean law of the sea, maritime law, that means law of the sea, and that is the most popular law that we use, then we have law of the land. So there's a lot of uh, meaning that we, as people, through the brainwashing of the school system, because the school system has have done us a disservice. They don't really educate our children. They just dumb dumb us down. So this is why you have to go off the grid to really learn some knowledge, to really get some knowledge, and use it, yeah, and use that knowledge and educate other people who's not aware of what's going on. So. Even the word um, certificate, uh, when you see that word certificate, uh, that certificate have to do with commerce. So a lot of us think, you know, it have to do with commerce. That's why uh, captain of the ship, when he come to a port, he have to manifest a, a certificate of what goods he have on that ship. So henceforth, a certificate have to do 
with commerce. You have nothing to do with your birthright. So keep that in mind. This is why we have to learn the etymology of words. Even the word church came from a, a, a Scottish word clerk. So, so that's that's I think that that was drink. I think it's, it's drinking, whatever it is, is a symbol. Even the word um, uh, what's the word? Uh, is that Congress? Um, what's that word? Program? No, 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 no. But there's a lot of words I would I would like to, but but stay tuned for part two of etymology, words of spirit. Stay tuned for part two etymology. Once again, I'm John Rosenberg. I'm your host. You can follow me on Instagram at copper underscore colored underscore American all lowercase letters. You can also follow me on Twitter on at John Rosenberg, or you can follow me at John Rosenberg at, on Facebook. Uh, my objective for this podcast is to reach a million listeners per day or per week. That is the objective for this podcast, a million listeners per day or per week. And hopefully we'll get the million by this by, before this year is over. So once again, thank you for pushing. Shout out to London. Shout out to Brazil. Shout out to Mexico. Shout out to South Africa. Shout out to Nigeria. Shout out to the United States of America. Shout out to Argentina. Shout out to Chile. Shout out to all the Caribbean islands, Jamaica, Haiti, Dominican Republic, um, Barbados, Guyana, all of them, you know, the Virgin Islands, all of the uh, Bahamas. So I'm shouting out all the islands, um, Case and Caicos. Shout out, shout out to all the islands, Asia, Korea, South Korea. Uh, shout out to Singapore, Malaysia. Uh, shout out to China. And shout out to Japan. Konnichiwa. Shout out to Konnichiwa, Japan. So once again, you guys have a great evening and a great week. Take care.